Neil was a broken man, destroyed. He had cared for his wife and boys all night as they coughed in agony. At first he was worried that all three had displayed the same symptoms, but when they got worse quickly, his concerns became panic. He was sure they had been poisoned. He tried to think what he had consumed that was different to them, but couldn't think as he was running between them as the horrible, racking, deep coughing fit hit them again in turn. He called 999 and got an engaged tone. He tried again. On the tenth or eleventh time he tried for an ambulance, he received a dead tone and answer. He lost control then. He was exhausted and blinded by fear. He ran to his neighbor to ask for help and hammered on his door fit to wake the dead. He got no response, so he ran to look through the only window where he could see light. He saw his neighbor on the floor clutching his stomach and coughing uncontrollably. Neil went back to his family. All three were in the lounge where he could look after them all in one place. They were gray-skinned, blue-lipped, and incoherent with pain and exhaustion. He couldn't understand it. They had all been fine this morning. His thoughts of poisoning had been diluted by seeing his neighbor with the same illness. Something in the water? No, he had drunk the tap water too that day and he was fine. It couldn't be poison. It had to be something else. Just as he was thinking, in between soothing one of them, the lights went out. Plunged into darkness, Neil cried as he held his family. One by one, they stopped coughing. Neil sat there for hours, long after the pins and needles took hold and numbed his legs. He was still sitting there clutching them as the sun rose and bathed his family in warm light. They were gone, and he was alone. Good sense tried to make a reappearance. Neil tried the phones again and checked the fuse box. No phones, no power. He looked through neighbors' windows and found the same tragic story in all of them. He was in a ghost town. He stood in the middle of the road, which normally would be queued with traffic by now. He turned a circle and bawled, Anybody! at the top of his lungs, leaving him short of breath. He was alone. He returned home in a trance and started to dig three holes of different sizes in his back garden. He was proud of his garden, having spent a couple of years working on it. They liked to sit outside and watch the boys play, or more usually fight, on the grass while they sipped their drinks and relaxed. Now his garden was three knee-deep rectangular holes. He carried out his wife and his two sons one by one and laid them gently to their permanent rest. He cried aloud again as he filled the earth back in over the holes, patting it down gently as he didn't want to hurt any of them. He prized up the decorative paving slabs from the patio he had so painstakingly laid, and paid the same attention to detail as he covered his family as best as he could. He sat there for hours, watching their graves. He ignored the rumblings in his stomach and the dry burn of dehydration in his throat. Eventually he stood and marched inside the house with purpose. He went to the bathroom and used cold water and soap to scrub himself clean. The tap spluttered and stopped, making a strange sinking noise reverberate through the house. No water and no power. He put on some clean clothes and packed a small bag with whatever he could grab, now eager to leave the house and not see the neat graves in his own little corner of happiness. 
He got into their car and drove away for the last time. His wife always scolded him for being inappropriate in bad situations. Neil's way to cope with emotions was to make light of them, not that he made jokes in bad taste to people, more that he acted a bit of a clown to hide how he truly felt. He looked through the windows of the sixties semi-detached where his parents lived. He couldn't face checking anyone else he knew, nor could he spend his life digging graves for the hundred thousand people within walking distance from where he was. He got back in his car and drove away, trying to leave his guilt there too. He'd gone for a mile or so, stopped his car on a new garage front next to a new BMW X5, and went to get something to eat in response to his growling stomach. He realized he wasn't the only person alive after all, almost running into the shop with tears of happiness and relief stinging his eyes.